Welcome to The Real Talk with Tanya Sakowitz podcast, where we help parents and caregivers gain knowledge to increase their confidence and their success in caring for young children. We will cover topics like feeding your baby, getting your baby and you some much needed sleep, and pretty much anything else that has to do with caring for babies and their families after birth. Society sets parents up to fail, and we are here to change that. You can also find full video versions of each episode on our YouTube channel, Newborn Care Solutions. Thanks for tuning in. Good evening and welcome to Real Talk, where every Sunday night we offer insight, education, and resources to in-home caregivers and those affected in their world. These are the children, the parents, the extended family, and everyone who loves them. And our goal is to offer real-life topics and learning through discussing real issues and offering real solutions. And tonight, I'm very excited to welcome our guest, Donna Shannon. Welcome, Donna. Hello. I'm going to tell you a little bit about Donna, and then we're going to kind of dig into what Donna does, because Donna offers kind of a unique niche um, service to the in-home domestic staffing industry and other businesses as well. And Donna's developed a reputation for doing this with excellence. And so we're going to talk to you about that and how that kind of impacts our industry. But let me tell you first about Donna. So since 2005, Donna Shannon has helped people in private service land jobs that they love, working closely with the high net worth employers across the country and abroad. And I can tell you that's where I, I ran into Donna as well as in that world. Um, her company, Personal Touch Career Services, is recognized as the gold standard for resumes by top agencies and recruiters across the U.S. In 2014, Donna received the Private Service Educator of the Year Award from the Domestic Estate Management Association, also known as DEMA. Donna is the author of Get a Job Without Going Crazy and host of the Tattooed Freaks in Business Suits podcast. I love that name. And is presented at national conferences in Denver, Dallas, Los Angeles, San Francisco, San Diego, and Orlando. Personal Touch Career Services is one of Denver's top-rated resume and career coaching service on Google with over 95-star reviews. And I can tell you from personal experience, Donna does an outstanding job. I'll tell you that the agencies that we work with tell us all the time they love the resumes that she puts out. Um, we actually hired Donna ourselves, me, my husband and I as a couple, to help my husband when he was job searching a few years back um, to get everything set up because we were so impressed with her work. And so I was really excited when she agreed to come on and talk with you tonight. And we're going to dig into that. We're going to talk about NCS, resumes, LinkedIn, other professional tools, and how that applies to our industry, both the NCS and the private service industry. But Donna, I would love if you could share with our audience first, kind of how you got into this, where this passion for serving this aspect of the industry really came from. So uh, it kind of goes back into like my corporate background, first and foremost. So I have a background in human resources and recruiting. So I was doing that for about eight years. And way back in 2004, I actually started teaching job searching classes because I was tired of having to cut qualified applicants who just did not understand how the process worked. 
So you could say I kind of like turned from the dark side, (laughs) so to speak. Uh, As far as like private service, I joined the recruitment team at Starkey International, which is a school for household management here in Denver. Uh, Back in 2005, they did kind of bring me in as their hired gun. And I worked directly with all the graduates of the program, post, you know, writing their resumes or redesigned to the way entirely that the resumes were being created at Starkey. And I worked with their graduates and getting them placed for about two years. And then after I left there, even though I kind of went back to the normal corporate jobs, I still had a passion for this industry and just kind of like that whole uniqueness that comes with those who serve high net worth or the luxury lifestyle management space. So I continued to work with them all throughout that. Uh, now I was doing my business part-time while, you know, just having a normal corporate slob job, so to speak. But 2011 is when I stepped off that corporate cliff. I've been doing my business full-time ever since then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, a lot of us have been in that thing or that space of making that decision to jump full-time and having business for ourselves. A little bit scary uh, sometimes, but obviously, Based on all that experience and background, you're like the perfect person to have this kind of business. And so I want to kind of dig into this. I want to talk about some of these aspects because a lot of people are really intimidated by this or they're not sure how to do it. And then they do a Google search and they find boatloads of information about it. But narrowing this down niche to the private service industry, it has its own nuances. And that's what you've become a real specialist in. And we've worked with you for quite a while with our company now in advising our students, um, particularly our elite and master level students, in setting up their resumes and really making them stand out. So let's talk about NCS resumes. What makes them different from your standard resume? So one of the things that I always like to point out is you have to keep in mind who your audience is. So all the typical advice you're going to read online, 95% of that is for people who are in traditional business roles. So things like, oh, it only goes back 10 years, or you need to include certain kinds of keywords to get through the computerized screening process. That just doesn't even apply to newborn care specialists uh, and nannies or anybody in private service, usually, because the recruitment process is very different. Um, One way I like to put it is like, if you're going for a job at a company, you got to first get through the screening computer who only reacts to the keywords. You need a 50 to 70% match of those keywords. Then it has to go through human resources, who's again looking at keywords, and they may not even understand what you do. And then it gets to the hiring manager as the appreciation for what you do, or a recruiter who's specific in that space. So when it comes to like NCS resumes, you don't even have to worry about those first two audiences. You're always addressing things directly to the employers, the parents in this case, or to the recruiters who already know what this industry is about. So now we can just focus on the high quality content. You don't have to worry about like stupid keywords, things like excellent communication skills or detail oriented, right? All we care about is the high value content that really shows what you can do as well as your passion for the industry. Fantastic. 
And so, in other words, what they're going to find with a Google search on how to write the perfect resume isn't likely going to be terribly helpful. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so one of the things that we run up against a lot in, in the NCS world in particular, um, mm-hmm. postpartum doulas deal with this as well, and so do temporary and travel nannies. But essentially, a lot of these assignments are much shorter term than your traditional domestic staff. So how, what's the best way to put these on a resume without overwhelming somebody with 14 pages of short-term jobs? How do we showcase those things? What's the best way to do it? Yeah. You know, if we tried to do like a traditional resume, which would have like the employer, the dates, the location, and then you like list all the duties you were doing with that particular job. And then you go down to the next one. Well, if you're on assignments that are 12 weeks long, and you're going to have multitudes of those, even just within one to two years. So instead, what we do is set it up more like a functional resume. And that means what we have is two specific chunky areas on the resume itself. So like the first one, before we go into like listing the employers, we usually say an overarching field, right? So newborn care specialist, various assignments throughout the U.S., and then you might have the total dates that you've been doing this. So from 2019 to present, then we drop into what I call the typical duties or responsibilities. And this is like everything that you would have to offer in an actual job. So talking about parent education or dealing with multiples, and maybe you're specializing being the overnight uh, NCS and really helping the parents give that time to rest and all the rest of this. And it needs to be explained in a way that really gives value to the employers, not just feeding infants, right? We need you to have the elevated language so that they understand you're bringing the area of expertise. You're not just warming up a bottle and, you know, holding the baby because there's a lot more involved in what an NCS has to offer. So then once you outline what your typical responsibilities are or the things you offer every family, that's where we drop into a very abbreviated listing of each employer. And you can keep it confidential too. So maybe it's Mr. and Mrs. S, Seattle, Washington, you know, very limited details melt the actual child themselves. Like maybe this was a preemie or a special needs or multiples. And then you would have the dates that you stayed there, literally on one line only. And then you would drop down to the next one. So this allows you to really consolidate everything so you can get it conveyed in a two to three page resume. And then as you go and add more assignments, you don't have to like reformat the entire thing or reinvent the wheel. You're just adding another line for the next employer. So you're literally spending five to 10 minutes to update that resume rather than, you know, racking your brain for a full hour to get everything to fit once again. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of people think that they have to include all that information because they're used to a traditional resume. um, And that concept of just listing the names really minimizes it. So you mentioned, I'm going to jump totally off thing, but I'm going to address something that you said. You mentioned a two to three page resume. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to ask the loaded question. 
is the concept of a one-page resume applicable or not applicable here? Because we hear that all the time. Resume should never be more than one page long. Yeah, I don't even do that for my business people. Just so you know, unless you're like a new college graduate, there's no way to convey enough information within one page. In business world, it's to survive the screening. For an NCS, unless it's like a marketing piece, that's something different than your formal resume. That might just be a one-page marketing piece, bio, your top skills, call me. That's got a very different focus. You might use that for networking or sending it out to individuals. And then you'll have a note on there that says, hey, please contact me for my full resume. Mm -hmm. That's a very different strategy. Uh, But even just think about it, because the other aspect with functional resumes Not only do we have the typical responsibilities chunked together, we also do the same thing for the skill sets. And one of the biggest selling factors for any NCS, it's all the training that you do, the individual classes, the certifications, and employers really want to see those listed out because that's the value you're bringing to this. That's all that education you invested in that they don't have. And if you're trying to sacrifice that to just fit it all on one page, you're not giving them the value they need to see. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And when you don't convey value, people aren't willing to pay for it either. Exactly. Exactly. So So like I paid my teenager $12 an hour to babysit. What do you mean? You're going to make 50, 60,000, 80,000 a year for me. It's like, right. Exactly. Exactly. And I wish I could pay a teenager $12 an hour to babysit. (laughs) So you've mentioned the term functional resume two or three times. Tell us a little bit more about what you mean by that. So if somebody watching this isn't familiar with the term, they get it. Yeah. So the whole idea of that concept of functional resume, these were invented kind of in the recession of 2008 through 2010. The whole concept is that we're emphasizing your functions or skills within the job versus really detailing every single piece of experience under each and every job listing. The When they're appropriate is When you're doing basically the same things or very similar things in every single role. Mm -hmm. So that's why we have like the typical responsibilities and then one individual line for each employer. So you're getting away from that repetition of just repeating the same thing over and over or worse, like the brain damage where you have to paraphrase what you're saying in every single job, because otherwise it makes for very boring writing, which you don't want, right? Uh, Now, this is something you'll read online too that says, oh, employers hate functional resumes. In the business world, they do. There was even a study done by USA Today back in 2010 of hiring managers across the country, 75% of them hated functional resumes. But the whole reason why is because you couldn't tell what people were doing in the individual jobs. This is entirely different, entirely different network, entirely different market. And that's why it is appropriate, specific in these situations, when you are offering the same level of services, expertise, skills, and education for every job. Okay, perfect. I love that explanation. Um, And I'm sure that helps our audience understand better. I know it did me. Um, So I get this question a lot. Mm -hmm. So the agency says that my resume doesn't fit their format. Should somebody completely change up their resume just because an agency wants them to? 
Yeah, this is a difficult question. And sometimes if the agency is going to push back and say, we need this in our format only, I know there's some very prestigious agencies that do that. Um, Just make number sure, number one, that they are targeting you correctly for NCS roles, because you're going to put like a whole ton of work in to put it into that traditional resume format. And then if that end up with the 10, 14 pages, and then the employers say this is overwhelming and they don't want to deal with it. Um, I would say it doesn't hurt to have one of those 10 or 12 page things, just so that you have the historical record, but don't treat it as your main resume. So when you first apply anywhere, whether direct employer or through the agency, send your functional resume first. Then if they come back and say, we really need this in our official branded one, you go, fortunately, I do have this one. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Cause that's definitely something I hear a lot from people mm-hmm. and the pushback from the agency is, well, we like to send all resumes in the same format. So, you know, the clients can see it that way. It's brand consistency, whatever. Um, and I know a lot of NCS don't love it. Um, but, you know, agencies, of course, if we want to work with them, sometimes we need to do things their way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So another question I got a lot, mm-hmm. uh, particularly NCS who are looking on their own, uh, is what about LinkedIn? Because I tell them they need to be on LinkedIn. Yeah. They're, that's where they're finding their clients. That's where their clients exist. Mm-hmm. And they should be on LinkedIn. So does LinkedIn, do you agree with that? Does LinkedIn really matter? And if so, how do we use a, a LinkedIn profile well? How do we strategize that? I totally agree that LinkedIn is absolutely essential for the modern job search. Think about it this way, especially if you're gaining your own jobs, you need to run your work like a business. Mm -hmm. And you also need to consider your audience, right? We're going usually for people who are a little bit more affluent, who are savvy, who understand the importance of what you're bringing to the table. That audience is on LinkedIn. That's where you're going to find the people who can afford your services and value what you do. Uh, there's like even recent stats with you know who is actually on LinkedIn. You know, there's over 750 million people on LinkedIn. It's estimated one in out of every three professionals on the entire planet is on LinkedIn. But here's the other thing: it's definitely vast majority of people with degrees. Most of them on there or management level or above or professional services. That's totally your target market. And here's the other thing. They naturally go to look for people's LinkedIn profiles as soon as they see an application. It's just second nature. That's just what happens. So if you don't have any presence on there at all, or if it's been done in a very sloppy manner, that's going to reflect back and say, you know, you don't communicate very well, or you don't understand modern technology. How am I sure that you're going to be able to communicate with me about essential things when it comes to my child, when I only have like narrow windows of, I need somebody who understands tech savvy and all the rest of these kind of things. Now I'm bet you're already racking your brain. What about the confidentiality thing? Obviously we're not going to list the individual employers here, but this is where the mindset of the functional resume comes in. So 
under your experience, we're going to have the overall heading, newborn care specialist, Seattle, Washington, 2019 to present, typical responsibilities for confidential households. And then at the end of that, you would say, if you are interested in finding out more, please contact me to receive my confidential resume. Fabulous. And so if I'm hearing you right, this needs to be a professional presence. This is not a picture of you in a bikini with your kitten on the weekends. Yeah. Uh, you know, people, people don't un- un- sometimes understand that I'm very well known for saying, look, if you're going to ask for professional pay and professional courtesy and professional respect, you better behave and look like a professional. Yeah. Um, and that's a space where especially it needs to be professional. Oh, yeah. Just like even think about your picture on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. Profiles with pictures get 23 times more views than Mm -hmm. the ones that do not. Right. And you really got to think about what your professional image in that picture. Mm -hmm. Don't have the grainy thing. Don't have a picture taken at a wedding. No disembodied arms going over your shoulder. But you're like, oh, but I look so cute in that picture. And that color is so flattering. It's like. No, 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 no. And put your dress on and go get a headshot. (laughs) Yes. Ideally, professional headshots are best, but you don't necessarily have to do that. There's a great website, Mm photofeeler.com. So P-H-O-T-O feeler.com. And you can like put your picture up there and people vote on it. So are you likable? um, What are the three things they ask about? So Likeable, influential, maybe confident. There's a C thing in there. I'm not sure exactly what you're going to blank out, of course, right? But what also I love about the site is that it's got excellent blog articles on how to take better pictures to convey certain moods or impressions and how to do it with your phone and how to do it for free. So site's beautiful. I love it. Fantastic. I love that. Um, So we're getting close to being out of time. But I want to talk about this for a quick second. What other documents or marketing materials? Because you mentioned something earlier. So what other documents or marketing materials are helpful for people in our industry to perhaps have ready to share or send out? If you're treating your work like a business, you would probably need a separate website to go along with that. Uh, But you can duplicate all the materials in like a, a packet as well. Right. So your typical packet, which might be several pages long, all dropped into like an Adobe, you know, PDF kind of deal. Obviously, letters of recommendation matter, a biography, which is a little bit different than the resume itself. That's like the narrative of why you do what you do and what makes you different and your passion and your background. Um, If you wanted to do like those one page marketing sheets, just as like, oh, If you have any interest, here are these. That's kind of its own standalone thing. Uh, The main thing, of course, is making sure you have consistency of voice. That's what branding means. Same message being repeated in a consistent manner and always thinking, what do you have to offer the employers? What makes you different? Why should these parents trust you with their children? When you can convey that message in a consistent manner, you're going to start getting more business. Fantastic. So I'd love to wrap up with just one final question, Donna. Is there anything else that you would like to leave our audience with to say, look, if you don't take anything else away from this today, take this. 
What would that be? It's an evolving process. If all of a sudden, after hearing all these things, you're like, oh my gosh, I need to do so much work on everything. I'm just not even going to apply to stuff until I have things perfect. We all start from somewhere and it's an evolution and things change over time. I know I had to do some recent updates on my own LinkedIn profile itself because you know what? Strategies change on LinkedIn. So you need to make sure you stay on top of things but don't get into like an analysis paralysis situation. If all you do today is go, you know what? I'm going to go change my picture. And I'm going to go change my resume to start building this functional concept. Awesome. And by the way, if you want to see more examples of like what that functional resume looks like, if you come to my website, you can actually download our book of samples. We have two books of samples, one for corporate and one for private service. So you get to like download that immediately and you can see some samples just to help you picture what I'm talking about. Fantastic. And Donna too, um, we're going to put all your contact information in the post around this and in the feed so that people can find your company. Um, Related to that, you don't help with just resumes. Mm -hmm. You help with other stuff. So for those in the NCS space, tell us really quickly what exactly, if somebody said, you know, Donna, I think I want to work with you. What can you help them with? So we have like two silos of services. First and foremost, we do the full writing services. So if you want us to step in, do that extra hand on everything, we will write everything for you soup to nuts using a consultative process. So that means we need a little bit of information from you to accurately represent you on paper. So you got to be involved in the process. The other half of what we do is actual career coaching. So that is the strategies of job searching, interview skills, how to network, LinkedIn trainings and classes. That's the other half of what we do. Fantastic. So you have shared a ton of amazing content, which always happens when I get on a call with you. And I love that. And it's one of the things that our students love about you as well. You're so generous with your time. So Donna, thank you for joining us. Thank you for sharing your expertise. I really appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure. My pleasure. And uh, we do offer a complimentary 30-minute consultation. So if you want to get a resume review or talk to us, just come to my website, personaltouchcareerservices.com. I know that's incredibly long and ridiculous. (laughs) personaltouchcareerservices.com. And come to the contact page and you can book something right on our calendar. Fantastic. And I get it. We have a long website too. (laughs) I know. So thank you to all of you in our audience for joining us tonight on Real Talk. Donna, it's been an honor to have you and our audience has been an honor to have you as well. You've shared some amazing takeaways for them and I know that they're going to benefit from it. So if you have questions in our audience about this topic or anything related to resumes, LinkedIn, other professional tools, or working with Donna's business, Personal Touch Career Services, please put them in the feed and tag Donna or tag Newborn Care Solutions, and we will make sure that you get answers. You can also rewatch this segment or any of our past episodes by going to our website, newborncaresolutions.com, and clicking on the Education tab to access everything. And you can find all of our Real Talk content on our YouTube channel as well. Just put Newborn Care Solutions Real Talk into the search engine, and it will all come up for you. Thank you for joining us, and have a great night. Good night. Thanks for listening to the Real Talk with Tanya Sackowitz podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. And if you liked what you heard, please share it on social media or send it directly to someone you think might benefit. 
It would also be a huge support if you could rate and review the podcast on whatever player you're currently listening on so that other people can find the content easier. You can also connect to us by following us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and TikTok, or checking out our website at newborncaresolutions.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of The Real Talk Podcast with Tanya Sackowitz.